0: Hello there. We would be honored if you would join us. Spark of Rebellion. Hello there indeedy and welcome to Spark of Rebellion, the weekly Star Wars podcast. This is episode 195 and coming up in today's episode, or this week's episode, we have some news around some of the Disney Plus bits going on with the Mandalorian season 4 and the upcoming Ahsoka series, our headline story, which is around the once to be thought scrapped Lando project, seems to have been reignited recently with some writing news and updates, and a little bit of drama going on with the old writer on that. And then we're going to finish up with some Star Wars book news. My name's Gary. I'm one of your hosts. And before before I bring on my co-host, who's uh, looking like a proper podcaster today. He, he, He wound me up a little bit about this ages ago. If you're a long-time SOR listener, then you'll you'll know what I'm saying in a second. But before we get on to all of that, make sure you are following or subscribing to Spark of Rebellion in your preferred podcast app of choice. We put an episode out every single Saturday covering all the Star Wars news. And uh, yeah, you won't miss out on any of the shenanigans from SOR. You can do that uh, over at sparkrebellion.com forward slash listen, or just do a search for us in the podcast app of choice. And I'll let you know a little bit later on in the show how you can support us if you want to do that. But for now, just your, your, your subscribe or your follow would be amazing. Now, my co-host, Mr. Mark Asquith, I, the reason why I say that is because months ago, probably years ago, he was like, oh, look, here's a dude, looks like a proper podcaster, got his headphones on, got all the gear. Now, look, he's notorious for not wanting to be tethered to anything, he uses the old Apple AirPods a lot, doesn't like to be constrained. And he's got some new kit now. Look, he's got himself a new a new interface. He's got his headphones back out. He looks like a proper like back in the day Mark podcaster. <laughs> it's Mark Askew. How you doing, dude?
1: Well, I left my AirPods in my bag in my bedroom. Oh, I could not yeah. be asked going to get them. Is that what it is? I've got yeah. the irony is I've just remembered that I've got some Bose wireless just literally within arm's length. I could grab them right now, and I forgot about them. And, is that what uh, it is? Is it? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. ironic because the headphones have always been out. They go on this little stand. You listening to this just you can just skip this bit 15 seconds forward. Uh, yeah, I got this little stand for them and this was covered in dust yesterday <laughs> and uh, so I had to, yeah I don't they're in my bag because I went down land and didn't I? and uh, I took them with me so yeah and I just forgot to get them out of my bag which I am pissed about. oh yeah, um, yeah I don't because I do I don't like the tethering um, at all but we said it earlier the interfaces recently like the recording software sometimes doesn't even clock the airpods which is sort of annoying. Um it is a bit. Yeah. It is it is a little bit frustrating. And um yeah, I've plugged the old roadcaster in and got the monitoring back so you can I can still hear myself which is always a pain. <laughs> I'm going to switch that back off I think. Um
0: are they the Sony MDR yeah, man.
1: 750s whatever. It's is they've it? um I've replaced the ear pads on them but otherwise they're original and uh had these now since we started podcasting. So these are 10 year old, man. So I've got the same, yeah, i got
0: the same pair in the drawer.
1: Yeah. yeah, and they're still the standard, man, it's such a flat, um, it's such a flat delivery of the audio, they're really good for editing and stuff, so, pretty neutral. So Indeed. yeah, 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 good man. Yeah, good. yeah. if
0: you want to know more about podcasting and, and all that stuff, there's a, there's a really good show that I've, I've listened yeah. to, just one or two eps here and there, the Podcast Accelerator, go and... Go and check that out. All your, uh, all your marketing needs, all of your promotional needs. I
1: got a good one just a minute ago for that one. So in this podcaster support group, this is not Star Wars, but we're <laughs> And uh they do this thing where it's like promote your podcast. I don't give a shit about that. So I uh, but I did today. I was like, oh, I did a design matters episode saying why you've got to design your ship good. And uh stuck it in there. Stuck a link to the website in there, which is the full intent is to do that. It's like not a mistake, right? Get this fucking guy called Barry. Where do I find that on Apple Podcasts? No, how do I find that on Apple Podcasts? Well, Barry, see what you're doing here, Shag. (laughs) You open up Apple Podcasts and you search for it. Yeah? All it is, because you know how to work Apple Podcasts, and you've just been facetious. Or, click that link that I've put in there and guess what's the hell little button to go Apple Podcasts, Barry. Stop being a twat. Yeah? (laughs) And that reminded me of Star Wars fans because they're all like that. We're all like that. I was in one of the groups earlier and it was similar sort of thing. Similar sort of thing. Someone had posted, here's why I like Rise of Skywalker. Dude, you should have seen the <laughs> comments. And it wasn't like, I don't like it. It was, you are an asshole. You are wrong for liking it. And I was like, that's the difference in it. Mm-hmm. That's the difference between you and me. And a lot of other Star Wars fans. Like, we're just like, yeah, I don't like it. It's crap. But I'd never go, your dad's a bit of a dickhead because you like Star Wars. Would I? Do you know what I mean, no need to get personal. Yeah, nothing vicious. Yeah. Mental, mate. You speak a lot of truth there, mate. And
0: it's been that way for decades with <laughs> Star Wars fans, unfortunately. And it's not isolated to Star Wars either. It's, um, no. you know, we've been through this with Marvel and DC and. I've seen it, certainly, with Lord of the Rings and oh, yeah, and yeah, all sorts, yeah. you know. it's um
1: People are horrible, mate. Just like people... what you like and let other people like what they like. Stop having a wine. I'll tell you the worst thing about it, right? Because, <laughs> like, there's new words invented now, isn't there? Mm. For stuff like this, right? So what happens is this. You disagree with someone and they go, oh, snowflake. You're like, fuck off. Like, that word <laughs> didn't exist. Like, you can't just say someone doesn't like criticism because they disagree with what you think. Like, and it's almost like, it, it's almost like, especially like the Star Wars fandom, never argue with a stupid person because they don't know they're stupid. So if you even said to them, <laughs> mate, listen, here's like a reasoned bit of logic that says that you saying someone is a snowflake just because they don't like what you like shows that you are actually... If you were to look Snowflake up, you would probably fit that definition. Mm. The worst thing about it is they just reply by going to Snowflake. And you're like, fuck. What? Of,
0: yeah. This is probably why Mark never argues with me. Snowflake. Because he's like,
1: I don't do this with God. I just don't do it, mate. So- people online, man, freak <laughs> me out. But otherwise, yeah, banging week, mate. It's been bang on.
0: Bang on, yeah. L- uh,
1: Love it. I- what have you been doing, Star Wars here? Yeah? Anything. Oh to note. Uh, uh,
0: A couple of bits, yeah. Um, Let me just, uh, I've got our podcast open in Captivate. Oh, have you? Let me just mark this as explicit before we go any further. There we go.
1: Oh, I've just got a notification while we're just filling in here. Barry's found the podcast.
0: (laughs) Oh, he's found it now, has he? Yeah, of course he's found
1: it. Do you know what he did? He did the things that he knew already how to do. He's looked me up, has I don't want to get into it with this guy. He knows podcasting inside out and left and right and up and down. Probably got a load of t-shirts in the loft about it.
0: Yeah. I have. Barry the Snowflake. <laughs> I have been watching a couple of more episodes of The Clone Wars. Mm. Fact. Qualities. So I watched the movie last week, which is oh. actually really good. I hadn't seen it in a long time. Yeah, The Clone Wars movie is pretty good. So I've been watching a few more. So I've watched... There's like a few core ones, right, that really get to the the, the cool stuff around Ahsoka within Clone mm-hmm. Wars. So you've got like, um, obviously the stuff, so as you get towards the end of it, like The Wrong Jedi and um, the Siege of Mandalore, you know, those sort of arcs mm-hmm. that really dive into Ahsoka stuff. But then there's a bunch of isolated episodes that really reveal her character progression, which are quite good. So um, Rising Malevolence, Storm Over Ryloth and Lightsaber Lost, those three I watched this week which have been really cool. Um, so I'm going to get through There's Probably about another seven or eight episodes from Clone Wars for that. And then there's a bunch of stuff, as you know, you've been watching in Rebels yeah. uh, for that. So yeah, um, catch up on some of the Clone Wars stuff focused on Ahsoka. And that's about it in terms of Star Wars. What about you, dude? It's
1: because uh, I know Chamsin Duller's in it. Is is Little heroin Little hero's in one of those, isn't she? She
0: is, yeah. She's in the... Um, uh, I don't think it's one of the ones that's on the list for Ahsoka, specifically. Mm. But she is
1: in... Yeah, she's in one of the... Um, is it, it might even be the one with Tarkin in it as well. Where they go to Ryloth and get kidnapped. And something goes on. Anyway, anyway yeah, I just couldn't remember. Um, what have yeah, I, I been doing? So. Yeah, a bit of Rebels. We watched The Princess on Lothal, which was always good. But it sort of weirded me out a little bit. Because Leia and Ezra are supposed to be the same age, like 15. And they've drawn they've drawn Leah like she's like twenty-six. She's
0: yeah. like a foot yeah. taller than Ezra. And he's no mm-hmm. he's no
1: he's no little guy.
0: He's like the Tom Cruise of of Rebels, you know.
1: All his own stunts. Yeah. All of them. All yeah. of them. And then what All else I Oh I got a new book. Uh called Rise of the Red Blade. It's the um, Delilah, uh, whatever her name is. I forget her name. I apologize, Delilah, if you're listening, which you will be. Uh, <laughs> Rise of the Red Blade. Dude, so far I'm 100 pages in. It's absolutely brilliant.
0: Yeah, that's um, uh, Delia Dawson.
1: That's it, Delilah yeah. Dawson. I think it is.
0: Uh, Delia, saw you. Was Deli- read it as S-Dawson. Delia, and I was like,
1: no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. And uh, dude, it's, the, what- it's so good. Like, I didn't know anything about it apart from Inquisitor, obviously. And um, what's the deal then? What's the synopsis? <clears throat> so it's it's obviously it's a rise of an inquisitor. I'll not I'll not give it away too much, but it starts off, you've got a brand new uh, set of Jedi. You've got a brand new Padawan. Um, But she's from a species that no one knows anything about, even the Jedi. And um, she... I'll not say too much about her. So she's really a really intriguing character. And then it takes place. It started. I I, I sort of... um, It opens with like a little story of them going off and getting some artifacts or whatever. And... um, then they get this call to go back to the Jedi Temple. I thought, wait a minute. I bet this is leading into Attack of the Clones and sure enough, it was. They were getting the call to go to uh, the uh, the arena on Geonosis to go and rescue mm-hmm. Obi-Wan. She was like one of those Jedi and it goes through like, you know, what happened after that and 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 even the nighting of like Anakin and stuff is in it. Like, they discuss that which has not really been touched on in canon um, and that's like the first 60 pages, mate. So, Nice. There's a hell of a lot of really, really good stuff. But even outside of canon and mythology and connected nature, it, it's it's just the way she's done it is so good. You're just like, it, she's sort of building a mystery. Um, hmm. And it's rare that Star Wars books are generally all right. Um And I, I like a lot of them, but I out, think outside of like the newer throne trilogy, it's rare that you're just drawn in so quickly. I'd say the only one that's done it more recently is like the Revenge of the Sith novelisation. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, and even maybe even Brotherhood. Um, but dude, yeah, highly recommended so far. So good. It might drop off, hopefully not, but highly recommend it so far.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah, I saw it in Waterstones uh, bookshop um, at the weekend, but I didn't buy it just because I've got a stack of books like ready to, mm-hmm. to get through. And I know it'll just sit on the shelf, you know, for... For ages. So I'm gonna finish a few books and then pick that up. But the 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 question around the book just sounds so cool in itself. So um the book starts with a simple, terrifying question. Why would the Jedi decide to become an Inquisitor? That's it. Which sounds it's short and sweet, but that is a badass story in the making. So that sounds cool, dude. So yeah, you'll it probably is. finish this in like three days, won't you?
1: No, I'm slowed down a little bit, but I'm the same as you. I've got a load of books like on my shelf. Um, that I need to get through and, and, and try and get them sorted. So I'm, I'm the same as you. I'm just a sucker. I like pre-order everything because I know that I'll forget, you know, to get them um, yeah, and yeah. then I'll let them pile up. But I need yeah, I need to get rid of some of the business books. Can't be asked for that shit anymore. Do you know what I mean? The biz books, self-help yeah. on Make on a that. list. Thanks for the advice. 600 pages. That's up.
0: Yeah. Atomic Habits.
1: Oh, I've got just, that. No shit. Better, I'm mate. looking at that. It's next to my headphones, right? I'm like, half of, half of it, I'm in. And I will just, I gave up. It's like, just, yeah, make lists, stick to them, do habits.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I've got the same book, mate. Yeah, it's just, do this, do this thing, and you'll be set up for life. Like, your whole Ah. life will fall into these lovely little slots and places. It's like, uh, it's a bit more work than that, mate. Need to do a little bit more than that to to do that. There's a
1: few of them. There was one that was, uh, I can't remember which one it is. But it was basically like the first half was just his life story <laughs> and the second half was you could die at any time, so just have a really good time. And I was like, is that it?
0: Yeah. Wow, I read a book similar to that, that called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a
1: uh, Beep. Yeah. You know? And
0: that's pretty much the same thing. It's a whole book. There's even a documentary about it now on Netflix. It's like a whole book around the single premise of just in a day you've got X amount of beeps to give to just use them wisely. Right, yeah, cool. I, so I Sam chapter. got
1: that book and I looked at the synopsis of it and I was like, I already nailed that, mate. <laughs>
0: My thoughts exactly, dude. Once you get to
1: a certain age, it sounds really
0: like, oh, yeah, you're sounding really old here, but it's a fucking thing. When you get to a certain age and you've yeah. gone through a certain amount of beep in your life and you get to that one, you just wake up one day and you think, I, I don't give a beep about this. I just don't. And then you start to, you know, I don't know what the word is, compartmentalize. Like your your feelings of how you how you care about certain things and you prioritize things, and it's just basically that. It's just yeah, exactly. You know, you, someone's doing some shit or whatever. Like ten years ago, I would have like parked up and, and had a go, but now it's just like yeah,
1: don't give a beep. Exactly, whatever. I get it with neighbor all the time. Came around a few <laughs> weeks ago, looked over the fence. It's like you can't have a barbecue. There's every now and again, there's smoke going in my window. I was like, go and sit inside, and fuck off. <laughs> whatever mate Sam was yeah. like you can't say that I was like but he's gone <laughs> have, have you sausage <laughs> honestly like Belen City
0: and then later on you knock on the door with a plate of barbecue and no. some salad there game, mate
1: no no. no 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 if I was to do that I'd, lo- I'd, 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 I'd literally I would go around with a plate of food right knock on the door eat the sausages look him in the eye while I'm chewing everything turn around <laughs> leave him the plate to clean and leave <laughs> drop that off when you're finished
0: and that's what I think if you complain. yeah
1: that's my Richmond you prick so
0: <laughs> oh, I love it I, I imagine um, some people who write and produce things for Star Wars need to read a couple of those books though <laughs> oh yeah do you know what I mean yeah
1: it's, or they could start a book off with it it'd be like <laughs> Mando season 4 Grief Karga's like Mando I just read a book it's called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Beep. So every time you call me Apollo, I don't care. <laughs> but like, my friend Rocky over here says the same. Hey, yo, Apollo, what's the deal here? You know my name. <laughs> see, Mando, I don't care. And th- see, this, should be ra- this is real life issues. You know how Coronation Street in East EastEnders deals with real life issues? Right? So, oh, Mark no. Fowler. He's got, you know, he's got heads. Let's deal with that one, right? Get yourself an alien. Get him to read Atomic Habits. Spend a full season dealing with how it changes his life. That's cutting edge. You're welcome. That's cutting edge, mate. Yeah. No one's doing that, are they?
0: Don't get that on Star Trek, do you? Because it shows personal progression Mm. and dealing with issues and and doing stuff and sorting your life out. Aliens just don't do that enough in Star
1: Wars. Read more books. Yeah. Get cultured. Other
0: than the Jedi texts that we saw hilariously get, you know, thrown into flame in the Last Jedi, when's the last time you saw anyone with a library or just a stack of books on a desk anywhere? Probably,
1: like the actual Jedi archives in Episode Two. That's it, though, right? It is, isn't it? Maybe they've yeah. got all the books. <laughs>
0: yeah. Maybe, yeah, maybe there are no physical books in that particular time period in Star Wars maybe it's all Kindle it's just a lot like Amazon have just monopolised the galaxy let alone the, the planet you know
1: yeah. Bezos gets everywhere and that's what's gone on
0: yeah oh, but you yeah. just don't go into like Tarkin's office or anyone's and just see like, a little book on the desk there you know no Delia Smith recipes for whatever for,
1: bi- <laughs> for busy executives yeah that's a tragedy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: we should crack on anyway welcome to spark rebellion i love that where we're
1: 20 we... minutes in
0: yeah where we talk about star wars sometimes we're going to rattle through these then because we've, we've kind of ramrod ourselves into a corner with time the I'm, Mandalorian. Like, I'm just this gonna i'm gonna jump good. in i'm
1: gonna interrupt like <laughs> we've got a headline story apparently now that's what you said earlier so uh, I was yeah. like, oh yeah. do we do, oh we do uh, headline stories now do we that's cool because uh-huh. now we're short on time we'll just be like we'll do the headline story and then we'll the rest of it fuck it <laughs> We're all good. Screw Star Wars. Star <laughs> Wars sucks ass. Who believes yeah. in this crap?
0: It's yeah. children. Get out. Go on. We didn't want to we didn't want to do this podcast anyway. Pfft. You know?
1: Got a gun to my head.
0: <laughs> Typically, no, headline. But when there's like a group of stories that all collectively coalesce to form you know, a big subject. I don't know. I don't want to be Sky News or anything, but you know, there is a headline, I guess. But The Mandalorian, mate, season four this is inverse, doing the old, uh, might not happen, ah, but you caught yourselves on with the second part of the, the headline, didn't you? But the old narrative is way better, so they say. Now, the old writers' strike, you know, the actors' strike and all that stuff that's going down. I think it's just actors right now, isn't it? Actors and, and crew and whatnot. They, and um, the writers
1: too, they started it.
0: Yeah. Oh, they're still on strike, aren't they? Mm, so the actors all of
1: them. And, right. Gotcha.
0: Gotcha. So everyone's on strike, essentially, in Hollywood at the moment. And this is having an, an obvious impact on shows being made, whether it's partway through production or whatnot. The Mandalorian Season 4 being one of them. So even though Inverse.com have set this all up to be that Season 4 might not happen and we might get a film instead, they do say later on in the article that it's just a contingency plan. That one of the, one of the leakers or the inside peeps, so making Star Wars, I've heard of them before, making Star Wars. They claim that throughout the strikes at the moment, it's forced all the studio execs, I presumably not just at Disney and Lucasfilm, but all the other ones as well, to examine different options for the future of their programmes, etc. And one of the things with Star Wars, according to the leak, is that the strikes um, have just upended uh, Filoni's um, planned season and the plan is to truncate what was going to be in the fourth season and turn that into another film, which they can slot into the already announced three films that we've got coming up. And um, again, according to the leak, this could be um, slotted in after the sequel film for Rey, the the new Jedi Order film. So that's slated for May 2026. So I'm not sure how you feel about this one, dude, but instead of Mando season four, which I think was due to drop... Next year, twenty twenty-five, just um, to do away with that because there's just not enough time with the strikes to get it all done properly. I guess turn it into a film, drop some of the the storyline stuff that they had planned, and then we have four films instead of three. I don't know what to make of this one, dude. It sounds like that's uh, because there's already a film, isn't there? A Felony Verse mm-hmm. that was one of the three films announced. Um, so it seems weird that they were just slotting another film. And then a year or two later you'd have another film. Because that goes against what they they've you know, you know, when Disney first bit out bought out Lucasfilm, that was the deal. It's like we'll do a saga film and then the next year we'll do a spin-off or a different one, then we'll go back to a saga film, you know, and do it that way. But they've canned that idea sensibly. But now they're going back to that, it feels like. So yeah, what say on this?
1: Nah. If anything, like it says in that Article, it's all that opinion piece, that blog post. Um, I, 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 it, it, at best, this is contingency. At best, it's contingency. Yeah. yeah, I, I just, I can't see it happening just because it's Disney Disney Plus. Like the, the goal of Disney Plus and the goal of all streaming services is to get people re- on a recurring basis. So that there's a reason that it's very rare that a four-part series starts on the 1st of August and finishes on the 31st of August because I sign up on the 1st and I cancel on the 31st. Mm-hmm. So it's not about that. It's about recurring revenue for streaming services. That is how they project and how they measure their profits. And then they measure attention against that and look at, obviously, how things are stacking up. Um, so, no, I, I think I get the logic of this, but I don't think I don't think it's anything more than, at best a contingency at two, it's just made up. Uh, Sorry, at worst, at worst, it's just made up. I I just, I just can't see it happening. I just can't see any benefit to them doing this. I would hedge my bets on them delaying Mando season four and pushing the films back before they did this. Just because Mm -hmm. they want, Disney Plus has to keep going. It has to succeed. It has to keep bringing multiple um, bits of revenue in every month. So no, I, I, I don't, I don't think this would ever happen, dude. I might be completely wrong, but I don't see it.
0: Yeah, no, I'm with you on this one, dude. It doesn't seem to make sense. Um it doesn't seem to make sense where they seem to have recently got their shit together with the films, you know. They're not trying to rush things. So and even if they even if this was a thing, it seems weird that someone like Filoni or anyone else would agree to just chopping a load of content and a load of story stuff. Just, just for the sake of putting it in a film to make time, you know, they'd probably rather delay it. Every, you know, put it back another year, maybe two, depending on how long the strikes go on for, and then just. And the reason why I say that is because out of all the stuff that's happened, Star Warsy from Disney Plus, The Mandalorian is still, in my opinion, still holds the crown, if you like, for the in terms of quality of content, storytelling, character progression, narrative, all that stuff. Although we've had cool things like Andor and, and Obi-Wan, etc. the Mandalorian is still for me the the top of the pile. So it seems weird that you would take your top of the pile thing, chop it in half, chop bits out, just for the you know. So yeah, I'm with you on that one, dude. It sounds like very much a someone's mentioned oh we could we could we could make it into a film if all else fails. If all else fails, yeah, we have no other options. Then yeah, possibly. But yeah, I'm with you on that one, dude. So inverse.com, thank you very much for the for the leak from making star wars and uh we'll we'll see what happens on that one uh, moving over to ahsoka and remember we spoke about this i think it was two weeks ago did we speak about it with kev last week when he was on or the week before we spoke about um hayden christensen being cast obviously and is credited to the show in some way shape or form but we had no idea it, there's like little nuggets of details now that have, have leaked that have confirmed absolutely that um he is back as Anakin rather than like some sort of Vader thing or whatever. Uh, so this is coming from Star Wars com, and they picked up on an Amazon listing of all things <laughs> where they had, <laughs> they'd got a load of merch ready, official merch ready for the Ahsoka series. It's like, It was like half a dozen t-shirts and, and whatnot. And the description that went along with some of the shirts sort of let the cat out of the bag a little bit. So, the the the, f- the first part of the <laughs> the description was brilliant. Stop looking for fashion help in older places. You can tell that they've that they've hired uh, an external copywriter for this bit, and no one in Lucasfilm is writing it. Anyway, it goes on to say, you know, epic officially licensed uh, t shirts and hoodies, etc. Then it says transport yourself to a galaxy far far <laughs> far far away with cool new apparel featuring Asaka Tano. Sabine Wren and Anakin Skywalker amongst your other favourite Soka characters. Uh, then the description was removed from Amazon. No more references to it. and But it was too late, as with all these things. Once he gets screen grabbed and is out on the interwebs and so on, the cat's out of the bag. So, And it also says amongst other series characters as well. So they didn't just confirm that Anakin Skywalker's in it in some shape or form. But they also said that other favourite Star Wars Ahsoka characters. So uh, this is just another little confirmation, dude. That I think we are going to see Hayden as you know, that in all the robes and the Jedi outfit and everything, Anakin Skywalker, mate. So happy you are for this, I assume. You sound like Yoda, them. Yeah, mm-hmm. happy you are.
1: <laughs> um, I think it's, I think it's a given, isn't it? I think it's yeah. it's a no-brainer. I think if you think about like the Vader stuff was done in Rebels. Like it was it was done season one of Rebels. You know she gets that sort of feeling that there's a Sith Lord there, whether or not she knows it's Anakin or not. She, Anakin clearly clocks it's Ahsoka. Um, and then they had the battle in season three, and that was the that was the Ahsoka dealing with Vader part of it. They ain't gonna redo. I don't and I don't think they do need to do that unless they flash back to it, which I doubt because it's going to be bloody expensive. Um, so I, I feel that you've only got one or two options for Anakin. It's either going to be a flashback to them two, but is it really going to be because Rosario Dawson's taller than Ahsoka would have been during the Clone Wars and yeah, the kind of de-aged Anakin in Obi-Wan, but not really. Um, so I, for me, it's got, it's going to be force ghosty. It's gonna be Force Ghost. I'm curious as whether mm. we're gonna see Luke and Anakin, you know, as well. What's well, Force Ghosts? No, knocking about. No, because of the timing of it. This is oh, sorry, the timing. yeah, Luke's yeah, yeah. only Luke's knocking about with Grogu, isn't he? So what, depending on what happens with the time, but yeah, I, I think Anakin is going to Force Ghost it, and we're gonna see probably because it's Faloni, man. it's it's yeah, there's no way he's gonna let this pass without the whole what the hell happened, dude? <laughs> and you know, the Anakin's, you know, sorry, dude. And, you know, just the heart to heart. The thing that we saw in Obi-Wan at the end, you know, the thing that released Obi-Wan mentally from his his guilt sort of thing. I just think we're going to see something similar. And I, I, I think that's what we all want, let's be honest.
0: Yeah, dude. Um, and also there was such a huge um, fan, like a massive buzz, wasn't there? When we got that deleted those deleted scenes or that theory about all the force ghosts coming back at the end of the rise of skywalker anakin being you remember got those really cool fan edits as well you know those where we saw anakin as a force ghost and everything because literally the entire fan base it felt like leaps on that and i was like oh that would have been so cool amazing to see anakin as a force ghost and all that flown is like yeah should probably definitely do that probably maybe definitely put anakin in as a force ghost and do all that stuff. So, yeah, yeah, I'm with you, dude. And, of course, apologies, yeah, it's the timeline's going to be, yeah. Do you reckon we'll see Obi-Wan
1: in this? Mm. Force ghosty flashbacky? flashback
0: mm. Possibly, because there has been some... There has been some Obi-Wan stuff that has popped up recently, you know, as a force ghost, the recent run of Yoda comics. Mm. I think it was only a 10 issue run in the final episode of that. Obi-Wan turns up as a force ghost and has a chat with Yoda. Mm. And there was something as well. I I can't remember what it was again with Obi-Wan force ghost stuff. So yeah, there's, uh, there has been a couple of bits around Obi-Wan. So maybe, Mm. maybe. One thing I do need to be careful of though, it's not just, it's not isolated to star Wars, but any TV shows, you know, they do need to be a bit careful about not trying to throw too much at the wall, you know? So I think the, the focus has to be obviously Ahsoka herself and, and all the stuff that she's doing in this battle with this dark fork, um, the dark force users and whatnot. So I think, yeah, it, they don't want to run into that trap of like, um, you remember the book of Boba Fett episode where they just had so much in it. um, and it wasn't, you know, they had the Mandalorian stuff in it, and then they they went over to um, him being the the is it the daimyo, the, daimio, the daimio, uh and all that. And there was like oh, the, the dudes with the Vespers. There was just a few episodes where there was loads of stuff going on, and at the end of it, you thought, well, that wasn't really a, a a Boba Fett episode, was it? That was just more of a a general Star Wars episode, and he happened to cameo in it, or he was in it a little bit. And I'd hate to see that for um for Ahsoka, So yeah. The whole force ghosty stuff would be cool. Would be very cool. But yeah, I don't want to see them cram too much. Too much in there. But anyway, uh, I think it's all but all but confirmed and done that Anakin's going to be in it. Uh, yeah, so I uh, look forward to I seeing that so stuff. I yeah, I reckon. Uh, before we move on to the headline story of the lando stuff i just want to let you know that if you want to support sr if you like our little podcast about star wars and you want to toss us some beer money you want to toss us some money to throw into some new equipment and all that stuff you can do that on our support page which is located at sparkoffrebellion.com forward slash support we've got a couple of different tiers there Pick your light or your dark side. It's only three bucks a month. And those of you that do support us, then uh, thank you so much for your continued support. It's very, very cool uh, having you guys on board. And you can be like Kev as well. We had Kev on. He had co-host duties last week. You can book yourself onto s-o-r and uh come and chat the news with us or anything else star wars you want to chat about and uh yeah you can do that over at sparfabillion.com forward slash support and as i mentioned earlier make sure you're following and subscribing in your podcast app of choice as we put a new episode out every single saturday 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 right let's dig into this lando stuff dude we reported didn't we that the lando stuff it was one of those projects it was announced by old cath in the, on the stage in front of the big screen everything remember had all those logos of all the things that was happening and lando was one of them and it was meant to be happening and then one of the um uh, the, the head writer for it uh, essentially said uh look guys you know i love your enthusiasm you know love that uh that you want the lando show uh, to come back But I've just heard nothing. So, this was Justin Simeon. He was like, Look, I wrote this really cool treatment. We got it to a certain point. And then I was told to back off. Uh, So, I went off and did some other stuff. I think he went off to make um, a Disney film. Was it the Haunted Mansion? I think uh, to do that. And in the meantime, (laughs) in the meantime, someone, presumably Kath or whatever, has said, Actually, we want to start doing this again, but we don't want you back. So, thank you all. (laughs) Thank you for the work that you did before. And uh, But we don't want you back. And that was said um, to, a, to a brick wall, supposedly, because um, we've got news recently that Donald Glover, the guy that stars as Lando in the solo film, he's now on as a, an assistant writer to the project. And so he's taken over. Uh, he's going to write this, the show. And the guy I just mentioned, Justin Simeon, he didn't even know. So Kathleen's sat there. She's got her chair turned round. She's talking to the bookshelf. She's like, "Yeah, Justin, uh, we want to bring it back, dude, but yeah, but you deserted us, mate. We told you to back off, and like an idiot, you did. So now you're back. You're not on the. You're not back on the project, dude. So we're gonna give it to someone else." The whole time she's thinking, "This is a good warm up speech. This is a good like. When I get him on the phone, he's not gonna know what's hit him." Because I've got this all figured out. And she forgot to call him. Didn't even tell him. So it was a really funny little uh, thing that did the rounds. Uh, It's one of those things where people delete shit. Why do people delete shit? People put stuff out and then they feel bad and delete it. So anyway, um, Justin Simeon did a screenshot of the announcement from Lucasfilm. And then just put the text. This is me finding out right now. (laughs) So yeah, Uh, Donald Glover's on as writer dude. The project's back on. Justin Simeon didn't even know. uh, And then deleted that Instagram post. Because he presumably felt bad or he got some shtick. I don't know. But is this a step closer to a solo two? Perhaps?
1: I think it's just Lando. I mean, I think you'd see Olden back as solo in Lando. Because it's like we've always said, like, there's all, there's so much more that can be done with, with 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 Lando and with Han Solo. And it's sort of like he's such a big character in Star Wars that you almost. Because legends is not a thing anymore in terms of the new canon, you sort of don't have any stories apart from the book. So you can't, I, I, like, I don't see how you can not do more post Return of the Jedi hand solo something eventually. Might not be now, but I just think eventually they have to. Mm. Um, mm. and but for I think this is just, I think this is Lando with maybe a little bit of hand solo in there. So I don't think it's solo two. Um, i I think it is just i think it's just something lando centric is it gonna be a film highly doubtful because I just don't think it's a draw um the only thing that just sort of puts this into a little bit of like mental jeopardy for me is just the stuff that's going on with marvel t v shows like they just haven't been very good. They just haven't been the secret invasion. It started off reasonably nicely, and I thought this could be a cool concept. And it just it was it was it was terribly finished. It was rubbish. Um, so it it that just makes me wonder about their output and the fact they've come out and said that they know they've got an output problem. Um, I just wonder, you know, I just wonder, but. I think if hmm. anything, it's going to be, I think if anything, it, this is just a Lando series, dude. Um, and I reckon Donald Glover's just like, look, if you want me back, I want some kind of writing credit or I want to be involved from that perspective. Um, yeah. So I don't know, yeah. dude. I don't know. Yeah, I would say it's, I've,
0: it's definitely not a film, right? It'd be weird for this to be a film. Um, Yeah, I just. Uh, yeah, I think just, so. Yeah, I can't, yeah, I just have to give it a thought then. I, I can't say this being a film, purely because um, I don't think, because if a film focused on Han Solo, which he was meant to be one of the biggest characters, you know, definitely up there with Luke and, and the primary cast in the original Star Wars at least, Lando doesn't sit on the same stair, step. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. And no one knows yeah.
1: him. Like my mum's not going to go see a Lando film. Like To get people no. through cinema doors... It's very different to Disney+. Plus. Like, would she watch it on Disney+, Plus? yeah, because it said Star Wars and just on a Thursday night with the Dominoes, they'll be like, oh, yeah, go on then, we'll give it a watch. But they're not going to get ready. They're not going to get yeah. in the car. They're not going to pay 16 quid each to go to the cinema and watch a Lando film.
0: No, of course not. No, no. But I do wonder if this is a potential stepping stone to a Solo 2 just because, I, I don't know, they're just... You know, like... um Everybody seems to love stuff years after it comes out when it was slated to begin with. I feel like solo is a little bit like that, where there's like a, a very slow incline of of fans that the more they watch it every now and then, you know, like when you haven't seen it in like a year, for example, you stick it on just because there's nothing else on and it's like, do you know what? That's not too bad. It's <laughs> it's It's not. It's certainly not as bad as I remember it sort of thing. Maybe it's, maybe it's that. And if by some, you know... Uh, tale of good fortune lando ends up doing really well on disney plus it could be a case of actually there might be something in that you know because like you said solo is probably going to be you know han solo is going to be in it at some point um and if fans react really well to him being back and the series as a whole you never know could be a could be a thing but the other thing associated with the story which is really funny is that there was this big build-up around billy d williams put this thing and i think it was just um uh a a moment of of timing more than anything else because when these stories were picking up traction billy d williams had put a a thing out on his instagram or his twitter to say uh i'm thrilled to share that something truly magnificent is coming soon and it's a dream come true for me and it's uh you know make sure your notifications are on and all that stuff and so people just put two and two together because of the timing and unfortunately we've all come up with five because um Billy D Williams announcement which dropped a few days ago was that it's just bringing out a, a an autobiography you know that's it it's just a book that's called um what have we here and it's essentially his life story it's uh you know how we, um you know it's life story from Harlem to Star Wars and beyond apparently so if you like if you're a fan of old Billy old Billy D then this is the book for you but it's unfortunately nothing related to um to uh, to Lando or Star Wars, specifically that series. So we're not going to have any forward flashes, you know, of Lando sitting there with his cape and a cigar and whatnot. So, yeah, that would be weird, though, wouldn't it, if you like had a forward flash to old Lando sort of looking
1: back? Hey. Or maybe it's him, like he's narrating. You know, we, you know. That's what I thought. Like, I thought they <laughs> yeah. were going to do that. Like, yeah. if yeah. they'd have just done that with Solo, I reckon that I'd have gone 10x. Through the roof in comparison. <laughs> Same story, but just top and tail it with, well, kid, let me tell you a story. You know what I mean? That's all it needs, just a scene. That's it. Oh,
0: good old-fashioned campfire. Yeah. Storytelling. I know what you mean.
1: Didn't yeah. need to be anything silly. It just It could've, literally could have started with something like, you know, just fucking anything. And Harrison yeah. Ford would have come back for that. 100%. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, and he he almost he's got that nice sort of deep sort of voice over mm. you know, tone to his voice anyway, it would have been perfect. You know, in The Force Awakens when he get when he gets um he captures uh the Falcon back. He doesn't realise that Ray mm. and Finn are on board. And they had this little chat for a bit and then he tells that tiny little story about Luke and yeah. the Jedi, and it's yeah, that kind of you know, that tone in his voice, that would've set every episode up nicely.
1: Yeah, it would. Yeah. And it, you could have, you, you could just do, you know, if they'd have done that with Solo, I genuinely think because then you could have put Harrison Ford in the trailer and Harrison Ford on the, on the, yeah. um, on the posters, and suddenly my mum was like, "Oh, look, it's fucking Han Solo. Maybe we'll it's we'll go see game. this. We'll go get a bit of food. Go watch this one." So yeah, yeah, I just think little things like that as cliche, and you're going to get hammered for it. You know, you, the mm-hmm. Star Wars fans are going to hammer you either way. So you may as well just take the hammer in that's going to get you the most goodwill from <laughs> the non-fans. You know what I mean? You're going to get hammered what, anyway. Mate?
0: That is the one... I think that's a thing that all TV writers are just... That mindset is just going to take over for big popular franchises. I'm sure of it. They're just going to get to this point where we are going to be like, we're going to get hammered whatever route we go down. Yeah. It doesn't matter. We're going to get a hammer in off some part of fandom. So, bollocks. We're just going to do what we want to do. If we get a hammer in from some people, yeah, whatever. Yeah. You know.
1: Who cares? <laughs> Let's just at least... Let's just at least make sure that if we get... like We're going to get hammered anyway. Let's just at least make sure that the average viewer comes in to watch the movie.
0: Yeah. And it is a numbers game. Of course you it know, is. Like, that's what they're there uh, for. That's, that's yeah, literally like, the job. Yeah. And it's, um, you know, as, as much as people like Donald Glover, or, you know, and uh, Heinrich, or whatever his name is, they're good actors, you know, they're not like multi-generational Actors like Harrison Ford, and you know, they don't appeal to your mum and your granddad, and yeah, and all that lot yet. So, by bringing people like Billy D back, or like you said, Harrison Ford back for the solo thing, you know, that's uh, that puts bums in seats,
1: yeah, it really does. It's an absolute no brainer,
0: mm-hmm. anyway. <sighs> yeah, dude, Lando's happening without Billy D, it seems, yeah, doing the know. cool little storytelling thing, which would have been. Yeah, that'd be really cool uh, and Donald Glover's co-writer as well so we'll see what happens with that did he did he start and write and do all that stuff for that show he's in Atlanta I've not seen it but I don't know what his writing chops are like but don't know like, mate he's done a stump stuff
1: hasn't he he's done a chunk of stuff what's that I can't remember the TV show that, he's, that he did that people know him for because I just I don't follow him that much but he did he's done some stuff that's like pretty well lauded I think
0: mm-hmm. yeah so we'll see I mean, it might be a good thing, you know, if you're right, if you're starring in the show and you've already played that character before, you have a good insight into, mm. you know, a bit of a gut instinct about what that character should be doing and saying that might translate really well when he's writing it and so on. So who knows? Could be good. Uh, right. Let's finish up with some book news, buddy. Book. So first of all, book. Our mate. Yeah. That we're best friends with. Sorry. Charlie. Chassol, big hey, Big C, Charlie, Charlie Boy, Jelly. Charlie, Gold
1: Slaggy. How is Lynn? She left yet?
0: She has left He's putting a new comic out. Forgot about that. Which landed yesterday? Actually, was it yesterday? Day before? Yeah. And it's to celebrate, apparently, Marvel's horror-fueled Star Wars crossover event called Dark Droids and uh issue number 1 dropped uh day before yesterday. Uh we're recording on the 4th, so this dropped on the 2nd. And from what I can gather um yeah, the the droids have, have turned have turned bady. looks. It's got yeah, bugger looks. It's got a really cool cover actually. You got Luke. This is weird. You have got Luke on the front, trousers off. And tra- <laughs> and he's <laughs> It's not that type of story. Have a Luke. Got Luke on the f- on the front. And it looks like he's in his a Pants. New Hope outfit. Oh. I think. And I think. But he's rocking a lightsaber and it's orange, you know, Ray's Oh, orange. not
1: this shit. Dude. I think this is the uh, comics where he gets a spare lightsaber in between. I think these so these comics are set, I read it earlier, between Empire and Return of the Jedi. Uh, and I think there was there is a comic run which I think is in Star Wars where he meets someone and he does get a temporary orange lightsaber it's that yeah solely yep.
0: solely boy uh, so a little bit of blurb on this then uh, Charles, this is from Charles oh Charlie he says the full um, uh, uh, Akira trilogy was about threading the needle to create a story that organically felt like it could fit between Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, uh, but also did justice to um, Kira as a character. On top of that, it needed to weave in the original trilogy characters as well as people from other eras of mediums the Knights of Wren from the sequel trilogy, Imara Vex from Hunters, or even Darth Maul, etc. He then goes on to say that, that being said, Dark Droids is different in almost every way to that. <laughs> so he says it's shorter for one, it's only a five issue run, it's like a little mini series and it feels very unique. So it's a horror-fueled story, it's legitimately scary, especially based on what we've seen before in Star Wars. The idea is that the droids are being consumed by a monstrous entity called the Scourge. Scourge, it's a Scourge. But they don't reveal themselves right away. Instead, they stay in the spots where they originally were, within the power centers of the galaxy, watching, waiting, hating. Uh, it goes on to say that it's set within the era of Darth Vader and the Bounty Hunters and Dr. Aphra, that whole uh, mini-time period, plus amazing tie-ins with other mini-series like R2-D2 uh, called D-Squad, uh, blah, blah, blah. So, uh, it seems like it's a little bit of uh, Salem's Lot meets the droids from Star Wars, that kind of thing. Yes. Um I don't think I'll pick these up, but I might check them out like online or something, dude. Yeah, same. The same, you? it's
1: a, it's a, it's a Marvel Unlimited one for me. Yeah, one of them. Yeah, it's all right. I mean, I'm sure it's great. It's always very good, but these, I tell you what, I don't generally buy into in comics. Is like little concepts that are just there for events. You know what I mean? So it's like here's okay. the scourge. Yeah. Oh no, we'll never hear of them again. You know, and it's so I, I'm just I've never been like I just never liked that even in like DC and stuff. Um. I've never. I've always preferred much longer payoff storylines, and that's just my preference. So it'll be one of those I check out when I'm got. You know, want to read something? I've got Marvel Unlimited for the year. I'll check it out on that, but it won't be. Yeah, I'm not going to rush to pre-order each single issue, man. Um, Same. So yeah, but I always respect Charles Soule and what he does on Star Wars because he's he's done a lot in that space. Um, Just is what it is, isn't it?
0: In it. He's very good though, at, um, mm-hmm. at not just. He's one of those dudes where you have a lot of writers for Star Wars that will just do novels, mm-hmm. which is nothing wrong with that at all. And then you have other writers that just stick to the comics. They it's almost like they know their bread and butter. Whereas whereas Charlie, he just he doesn't care for the medium. I guess he'll write a comic a comic whether that's like a mini issue that ends up being a trade paperback, or he'll do like a, a much much bigger arc like the Darth Vader stuff Mm -hmm. that will end up being an omnibus or whatever, but also does like those. He's done a a couple of really good actual books, you know, novels. So he's definitely a, a, uh, how do I say this? He's like a, I don't want to say a proper writer because that discredits people who just writes for comics or whatever, but he's he's a genuine writer through and through. He doesn't care for the medium. So, yeah, it, it, I think it would be cool from that perspective in terms of his writing. But the premise, yeah, is a little bit... Um, and I'm never too sure on the whole horror theme when they weave horror into Star Wars. I've got an, an old book. I think it's um, something to do with Stormtroopers. The, the, the cover's like a bloody Stormtrooper helmet with a big hook through it and stuff. Mm. I, I read it years ago. I can't remember. And it was, it was all right. But, I don't know, like Star Wars has never it's never successfully come across as scary to me mm. when they try to weave horror elements into it. It's always come across as a little bit um, more kind of just thrillerish rather than actual scary horror. Maybe that's just because a lot of kids, you know. I mean, it's pretty hard stuff.
1: to be scared by a comic book. Like scared, scared.
0: Yeah, true. You know, uh, the, the closest I've ever come, I think, to a comic book scaring me was Scott Snyder's, he did this short run called Witches. Oh, yeah you know and that was creepy i wouldn't say it scared me but that was fairly creepy that's the close i've ever come to it but yeah you're right it's very difficult to be scared by um by uh by a gonk droid with a purple light on it instead of a blue one because <clears throat> it's got the scourge ah,
1: look at he's got red eyes the bugger
0: gonk, gonk. <laughs> so anyway dark droids it's going to be what did charlie say it was five issue run six issues something like that it's already out now issue one and that will take us up to the end of august so yeah, go and check that out if that's your thing. And then lastly, dude, another bit of book news. This is the, um, from a from a certain point of view, this is the third one. This is The Return of the Jedi. They've just announced all the authors and all the synopsis and everything for each story. I won't go through all of them, but there's 40 stories in this one. And if you checked out the previous books, they're all really short. They're just a, a collection of um, literally just a few pages, 10 pages each. Maybe twenty pages each um, for each story, but they do draft in a a whole bunch of um uh of authors from from everywhere. It, this is not just you know uh, authors from from Del Rey or, or Lucasfilm, whatever. It's just anyone can write a story. I think in the first one we had we had some celebs writing some stories, didn't we? We didn't have um...
1: uh, Barry Manilow. Yeah, he did one, didn't
0: he? <laughs> uh, what's the guy's name? Seth. Green. Oh so greeny,
1: yeah, he did one. The um He did
0: one. Who else? Uh he had a few others. Yeah. Ultimate Warrior. Uh he did one. Possibly. No, he did. Um Yep. Ratchoman. Ratchoman Randy Ratch Man Randy Savage. You know. we uh, had a few on there.
1: I'll read you. I've not yeah. um I've purposely not looked at these stories because I don't wanna know what they are. Because I ain't buying it when it comes out. Because it's very expensive. This one, and I don't know why it's more expensive, or if it is. Whether I'm just, well, I've got the perception of it being more expensive. Anyway, I'm not going to buy it when it comes out. I'm going to wait till it comes down in price. But I don't want to know what the stories are. Because the good thing about certain point of view, from my point of view, is that it's a nice surprise every time you start a new story. Oh, this is what this is about. That's cool. You know. Okay. That's quite like yeah. that. And uh, there's been a mixed bag. We've read them, haven't we? They've both, both Empire and A New Hope have both been a pretty mixed bag. There's been some excellence and there's been some mm. um, questionable stuff.
0: Yeah. Yes, yeah. The nail on the head with that. It's not been amazing from front to back. But um, it's good that they're carrying on with the series. For, what, for a, like the completest within you, wants the three, from the original trilogy at least. So uh, I won't read any of the stories then, dude, but I will let you know that there's some cool characters outside of the usual ones, right? Outside of Lando, Boba Fett, um, uh, who else? Um, uh, Wedge, Anakin. There's some stories about those guys. You would expect them to to do that. But some cool characters that have had stories written about them. Um, And for the listener that's not aware of the, the, the reason behind these books, it's that it's taken a stab at what's going on in that particular time frame in this example return of the jedi but they're taking random obscure characters that are just on the periphery and writing a story about their as the name suggests their point of view so some of the characters in return of the jedi that we've got in this one there's one from bib fortuna's point of view which might be kind of cool um the sarlacc <laughs> uh the sarlacc Uh, Mon Mothma, which might be quite cool. Uh, Of course, as expected, Wicket, the Ewok. And another one, which sounded quite cool. Where was it? Uh, uh, TK423, which sounds really cool. Because in my opinion, we don't have enough stories written from the point of view of random stormtroopers. And I mean that sincerely. That sounded sarcastic, but I think that'd be cool. And uh, yeah. So I won't read any stories there, mate, if you don't want any spoilers. Thanks, dude. I think because it's out only in hardback. To begin with, yeah, it's quite pricey. So, like I did with the first two, I'll wait a few months, get the uh, paperback for consistency. Yeah, I see, I've yeah, got the hardbacks.
1: I'm sure they weren't that expensive. Yeah, they were, do Were they really? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Right. Well, uh, I'll wait.
0: Uh, what is it, like 20 quid? Yeah, 24 yeah, quid. Uh, 19, 19... Yeah. That's a weird price, isn't it? Nineteen pounds nineteen on Amazon.
1: Is it? That's come right down because that was twenty four quid.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, I thought they were always twenty quid. The hardbacks.
1: I'm all right with twenty four. quid, but twenty four quid, I was like, "What? That feels like just quite a hike. Twenty percent more, an
0: extra four quid. <laughs> Profit on that. Profit, eh? Christ. So yeah, when's this drop, dude? According to Amazon, Tuesday the fifth of September. Not that long to wait then. No, no, man! It hardback, dude. Now, we'll see.
1: i gonna read some reviews on it, see what the deal is.
0: No, he won't. He won't do that, listener. He will get this because the other two are on the shelf.
1: Yeah, got to do. That Definitely. is literally the reason I've got to do it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, beginning of September. So, we've got the, uh, the Dark Droids comic out now and then this is out and then there's probably going to be another book or two from Del Rey and some other bits dropping by the end of the year. Probably around... Uh we haven't had any High Republic stuff drop recently, have we? Mm, Got yeah, no, else someone from that? Don't we
1: think? One did come last week. I can't remember which one it was. So uh, we're beginning with C. <laughs> still, I don't which one know. it was. But it has come. I don't know which one uh, it
0: is. Yeah. Yeah. That seems to have lost a bit of traction, you know, the High Republic stuff.
1: I don't know. Mm. I think it's uh, I think it's still going pretty strong. I think they're wrapping up. Uh, well, like, is it phase two? They're wrapping up now. I think. Uh, yeah, but certainly yeah. the cross media stuff seems to have not quite been as they touted it. Mm. Um. Yeah, but overall, that's what I mean. Overall, yeah, it's not- yeah. I, I do wonder if the um, if the acolyte will f- not fix it, but you know, if the acolyte will be the first of some projects that are in different media. Um, mm. yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Who
0: knows? The most recent one I think, according to this, was Tempest Runner.
1: No, or Kevin Scott. Or was that? Let me have a look. No? That was a while ago. That. Let me have a quick look. Uh, having a little no, look. No.
0: Penguin. Penguin. Random. Random House. No, it
1: was. It was. It Juffin was. What Path of Vengeance. Twentieth of July. It came. Okay, cool. Yeah. Path of Vengeance. Nice. All right. Vengeance Fair in dudes. that path.
0: Yeah. I need to pick, I need to carry on with the old uh, High Republic books. I think I've only got the first two. What was that? Like the Jedi and, mm. that was old Charlie, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Like the Jedi. I need to yeah.
1: uh, read a few more again. I need to pick it back up, but almost like read a summary of what I've read,
0: <laughs> you know? Yeah. Did you not put them all on Goodreads then?
1: Yeah, I can just read the synopses of each one and it'll jog my memory a little bit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'll do that. Actually, there's a guide
1: on starwars.com, dude. Cool. I need like a plot summary for each of them, you know, so I can be like, oh, yeah, okay, I remember that bit. Oh, yeah, 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 that's that one. Just so that when I read the next one, I'm it's not like, ooh, let's try
0: and remember. Bloody hell, it's been loads. I know, there's been a few, are not there? Bloody hell. Okay yep that's a subject for another podcast episode <laughs> the high Republic stuff but let's wrap it there dude let's stick a pin in it for episode 195 Spark of thank you so much to you the ever-present listener here on spark rebellion for putting up with us for another week as we smash through all of the star wars news let us know what you think about the whole lando thing are you up for this are you not up for it hit us up over on the twitter x yeah that's a five what do we what do we say now because you know officially not twitter anymore but the entire world knows it as twitter who knows it's up over on there you can find us there over at spark of forward slash twitter and we're on instagram too actually we chat star wars throughout the week so make sure you're following and uh, subscribing over on there and just very quickly final reminder get your asses over to your podcast app of choice do a search of spark rebellion and give us a like uh, uh, a subscribe sorry or a follow or if you want to listen to us in your browser that's sparkofrebellion.com all of our episodes are listed out there for your listening pleasure dude it's been a cool another cool episode and um yeah Dark Droids is a no Lando potentially Mando Season 4 not going to be a film and other stuff we've spoken about
1: good review good summing, good summing up dude fantastic work through and through top to bottom really good effortless <laughs> no it's been sound dude and uh, we even got to cover some Star Wars after that 20 minutes digression at the beginning so thank you to you the listener and uh, yeah we'll be back next week see the on the flip side enjoy yourselves and uh, yeah see you guys you know, clean your glasses keep yourself looking fresh
0: always mate always fresh and crisp yeah and uh, on that uh, note on personal hygiene we will see you next time so until then take care of yourself and may the force be with you Always. Oh,